Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello everyone and welcome to episode 58 of the TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Jushiro, coming to you live from the Goldenrod Radio Tower. And this is Puckle TCG Cast. Puckle, of course, stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, an nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with in 2008, and we're just rolling with it. I am, of course, here to talk about uh, talk about Worlds Tournament and the new 2019 season of the TCG. Uh, and it's super exciting times. This is the restart we've all been waiting for. This is a new opportunity to make your name and your mark in the new TCG. So, without further ado, let me introduce my amazing co-host that we're going to be talking here with you guys. First, of course, some people, you wear Superman pajamas, but Superman wore Sublime Manic's pajamas. It's Sublime Manic! And he loves them, too. Hello, how is everyone? No, we're doing good. How about you? Sublime. (laughs) And, of course, some say that he's the reason why Waldo is hiding. It's Scrawn! Hey, everybody. As always, it's a pleasure to be here. My man, Jushiro. Hey, no, it's a pleasure to have you here. So, guys, we just went over uh, Worlds. We had a great stream, by the way. Black Basket and myself were streaming for about six hours. It was a lot of fun um, uh, and uh, definitely was pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, but before we get to there, what have you guys been up to, Pokemon or otherwise? Uh, Sublime, what have you been up to? I actually just leveled up to level 34 in Pokemon Go yesterday. Ooh, so that that's just pretty happened. impressive, man. Yeah, I'm still That's at 32. higher than most people even. Hey, I'm still at 30. You guys need to... <laughs> to ch- 30 is a big accomplishment, though. I was really excited when I hit 30. Yeah. yeah. I no. tried going to a sprint store and mm-hmm. asking them for one of those special patches, but then they were like, we don't have those, but we have these stickers. Do you want some? <laughs> <laughs> so I got a whole bunch of Pokemon Ghost stickers. That's nice. <laughs> well, better yeah. than Sprint stickers. Yeah, it's like, this is all right? I got. You got that like, Sprint. <laughs> Can you hear uh, me now, sticker? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of... Uh, Pokemon Go. I so I uh, I work 
in uh, with a lot of international sales rep in my job, uh, my real life job, and um, just as a, an anecdote, uh, mostly to show that you can never judge a book by its cover. So uh, I had this one sales rep. She uh, works from Singapore. Um, and we've always been having a very professional, right? Really work oriented. And one day, um, she just says, Hey, um, do you play Pokemon Go? And she brought it up. I didn't even mention anything. I'm like, uh, well, well, yes, I actually love Pokemon. Uh, it's, yes, it's my hobby. I do. <laughs> I do. And she's like, well, I'm going to Australia this weekend, uh, mm-hmm. for vacation. Do you want me to catch you some Kangaskhan? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, no, amazing. Thank you. And after that, right, she, I knew that she liked Pokemon when we finally became friends when the friend option came in. Uh, I she sent me her, her friend request. She's level thirty nine, and now she's forty. <laughs> and she is a professional sales rep in Singapore. And I would have never in a million years guessed that she was such into Pokemon. She is. She even from her is that I learned to get the IVs, check the IVs, and put the IVs on the name. I put the name of the Pokemon and the IV next to it to know if it's a good one or not one. Like, she's totally into. So, guys, never judge a Pokemon. Pokemon is for everyone. Everyone loves Pokemon. So, let that be uh, uh, quite a lesson. Everyone can definitely play Pokemon, no matter the age, the you know, the level of uh, studies, the level of professionalism. Pokemon is everywhere. So with that little snippet, let's go on and move on to the news because there's so much to talk about. We'll be right back. Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Puckle News. And we are back. It's news time. And there's a couple of things that we really need to discuss. Let's just start out, guys. Not to mention... Pikachu and Sakram GX, or in general, the new uh, GX reveal, which are called Tag Team Pokemon GX. Now, this reveal was shown to us in the World's Tournament uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, and I've gotten a little bit of mixed reviews uh, out there in the World Wide Web about how we feel about these ones. Honestly, Jashiro, um, I have no idea no what idea it even what is. No idea like, Good thing you're listening slash like, participating in this podcast then, because you're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, because like, tag team sounds like two Pokemon working together, right? That's exactly that what it exactly is. That is exactly what it sounds like. Okay. It's, yep. Uh, so tag team Pokemon GX are new GX cards that are ultra, ultra powerful. They're extremely powerful, but they also have very powerful drawbacks. So let's go over the prime example and the first tag team card that they revealed, and that is Pikachu and Sekram GX. Now, of course, this is a, a, a very, um, what's the word when you have two people that are unlike to be together, but it, unlikely pair there we go that's what the the, the phrase mm. i was looking for this is an, yeah this is an yeah. unlikely pair i mean both are, are electric pokemon but one is legendary and one's the uh mascot for the series so it's kind of kind of weird this combination here but it is interesting now this lightning card has an hp of 240 now these are this is a basic card with 240 hp that in itself is pretty this is way lord uh level Without even Whaler being an evolution, so it's pretty yeah. hardcore. Uh, the amount of that, uh, the amount of HP this thing has for being a basic Pokemon. Its first attack, full blitz for 150 damage, uh, for uh, for three lightning energy. Search your deck for up to three more lightning energies. I see, I say more, but I'm sorry. Uh, just three lightning energies and attach them to one of your Pokemon. It doesn't even have to be itself. It could be any Pokemon you have, and you shuffle your deck, obviously. 
Then you have the GX attack for 3 lightning plus attack bolt GX. It does 200 damage. If this Pokemon has at least 3 extra lightning energies attached to it, in addition to its attack cost, this attack does 170 more damage to one of your opponent's bench. So this has, wow. the, this has the opportunity to knock out 2 Pokemon in one go. Um, yeah. for the just cheap, cheap cost of six energies, six lightning energies attached to it. Um, now the weakness is fighting. The metal is 20, uh, negative 20, uh, for metal, which is basically straightforward. And the retreat cost is three. Um, now where's the drawback? You're saying just here, you call about drawbacks. Well, there's one mega huge drawback. And that is that these tag team GX doesn't cost you one, doesn't cost you two. It costs you three prizes if they're knocked out. That's half the game right there. If you're, if your opponent uh, manages to knock out your Pikachu Sekram. So that's a huge gamble you're doing. Uh, and you're putting half your winning chances into this card so let's discuss this for a second here let's start with you sublime Mm. what do you think of these tag teams um i don't want to assume if they're going to be great or not until i see more examples right like you wouldn't like you wouldn't base all ex's on the first one you saw because they there's a huge range in how effective they are right yep same for gx's so I don't want to like make jumps. T- I don't want to jump to a conclusion about how good or bad they will be based on- just on the Zekrom on Pikachu. However, I'm kind of disappointed. Well, not disappointed, but I think it's interesting that with the introduction of GXs, they really were trying to slow down the game, and they mm-hmm. were successful. And this has the complete opposite effect, yeah. and it will make it go <laughs> lightning fast. <laughs> Pardon, to take uh, out uh, do not pardon the pun. <laughs> Yeah, um, so it's like, I guess we're going back to speeding the game up. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's definitely a, a thing. What about you, Scrog? So, mm, like, it's certainly a risk to have that extra element to it. What is its weakness, by the way? Like, Fighting. that's a it's pretty basic. Yeah, that, for that's what I thought. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. And I think this will be one of the cards that keeps, you know, Buzzwole, like, seeing some play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, off the top of my head, this card seems amazing mainly because of the presence of Tapu Koko GX. So, like, what I'm seeing is that you have this charged up energy on this Pokemon, and then it say it's down to like 70 HP from a powerful GX attack or something. Oh, and I see so, what you you're put down your Tapu Koko, transfer oh. the energy over, then Acerola it back to your hand. Mm, yeah, like, that's I'm, a good I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking what we're going to see are a lot more sort of. Like, Acerola is going to become a really, really important card if these Tag yes. Team GX cards take off. Because you really can't re- risk losing, you know, three prize cards. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, if it was still in rotation, Ninja Boy was also something that Tag Team GX could have used. But that thing's been rotated out. So you could use it and expand it. So there, there you go. Um, so we're going to move on to the news here. Uh, let's go on to the next set, and it's more based on our meta. So Sublime, take it away. I don't even know that this counts as news, you guys. But basically, <laughs> um, the TCG is continuing to use the S, uh, the Sun and Moon TCG series in its like set names. So the cards for that are going to include our tag teams will be part of Sun and Moon 9. And the only reason this is even noteworthy is because there were some people that thought it was going to change because of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Mm -hmm. So take that as you will. (laughs) They did not choose to change the rest of Pokemon just for that. 
Yeah, they uh, TCG is kind of notorious to follow the thread of the video game. So um, even when it's uh, remakes, for example, like when uh, we had the uh, Alpha Sapphire remakes, when we had the Golden and Sapphire, um, Golden uh, and Silver uh, reboots, the TCG follow along those lines with uh, the same theme. Uh, this time, of course, uh, it's not always the case. First of all, and second of all, it's not the case this time. Also, uh, so this is to crunch any hopes of you guys, uh, any Gen Oneers had out there that we might be going back to Gen One with the TCG with the release of Let's Go. Uh, that's not going to be the case. Sorry, they did that with Gen Generation semi recently. That is true. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we and hope never TCG, to have to go through that again. <laughs> yeah, they, they jump around generations anyway. Like they had that yeah. whole Gen Four fling, and with Celestial Storm, we saw a lot of uh, Gen Three themes. Yeah. They they took that into the into this this year's you're totally right into this year tournament where we saw some sets that were dedicated to like not not not, not like in your face dedicated but they featured a lot of Gen One Gen Two Gen Three up to uh, all the way up to Gen Four for now uh, themes to them so um, yep. uh, I assume they're going to continue that trend going on 2019 as well now we're gonna move on to our last piece of news before we hit the topics and that is. World 2019, where is it where it has been? Scrum, take it away, my man. We got it in Washington, D.C. this year. 2019 Washington, D.C. So uh, for those of you who are not familiar, that is the capital of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. And it's not in Washington, for those of you who don't. (laughs) Yeah, it's not in Washington State, actually. It's in fact in in the other side of the country. (laughs) uh, Yeah, so... We typically do have the worlds in uh, the United States. Typically, it's on the coast, or it's been in Hawaii a few times. And one time it was in Canada, but not one time. But it was also like right on the border. (laughs) Yeah, in Vancouver, Uh, Canada. Which is basically United States 2.0. Sorry, Ten Little Men and Grimscore. (laughs) Yeah, this is nothing new here. They're doing something they know that works, and. Like, the only thing it's only group it's really inconvenient for would, well, basically be the Australians and Japanese who have to fly all the way across the U.S. to get there. But other than that, I think it'll be easier for the Europeans and such. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's it for the news, guys. We we do have a little bit of uh, in-house news, and that is... We want to, speaking of Grimscore, we had a little competition going on since last episode where we were asked you guys prediction. Who would win 2018 Worlds Tournament, the winning deck, which we're going to talk about in Topical Beach. And you guys, uh, a few of them, a lot more than I thought, sent over your uh, predictions. I really thank you for that. That's uh, pretty heartwarming and and exciting. Um, However, the man who took the prize that is a uh, custom-made drawing from our resident comic book drawer artist. Um, uh, Basket will draw a, a little uh, drawing for them. It's going to be signed by me and Basket and sent to you. It's Grimscore. So congratulations. You guessed 100%, 100% correctly in that that Sotoark Garbodor was going to be the winning deck of Worlds. And as we already uh, we all saw live on stream... That's exactly the deck that took the prize that day. So congratulations, Grimscore. You took one for your team. I was <laughs> close. It I, was uh, pretty I, close. I was rooting I get, for Malamar, but I'm really happy yeah. uh, that uh, Pablo won, actually. So <laughs> his speech was really heartwarming, but we'll get to that on the topical beach. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's it. Speaking of Topical Beach, let's go ahead and, guys, grab your towels, grab your sandals, because we're headed to Topical Beach to talk about Worlds, the first tournament of the season after Worlds in Melbourne, and what do we expect from season 2019? We'll be right back. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. And we are back feeling the sun in our face, the sand under our uh, feet, and the wind in our eyes. Um, I'm pretty sure I said that incorrectly, but it doesn't matter. It's Topical Beach where we're going to discuss this week's topic. And of course, we cannot move on to anything else without discussing the grand Pokemon World Tournament that happened a week ago, uh, two weeks ago, actually. So uh, let's go ahead and just... Let's just dive right in. We had our World Championships uh, this August 25th weekend, and uh, it was pretty exciting. We had a lot of great decks in there. Obviously, we already knew most of them coming in. That was, of course, uh, Sotoark, anything related to Sotoark. We had everything, anything related to Lycan, uh not Lycan Rock, sorry, Buswell, although we, in a surprise twist, Buswell did not make it, not even in, I think only one Buswell, yes, one Buswell made it to the top eight, which made me really, really happy. Sodorak um, <laughs> yeah. was there. Uh, a few surprises. We had a, obviously, the Rayquaza deck that we all knew that was going to make a, it wasn't really a surprise, but it really made an impact. So we saw Rayquaza on the top eight, and we also saw Sigurd Lycanroc, which for me was quite a surprise. That uh, Sigurd actually made it not only top eight, he he ended up being third place. So that's definitely noteworthy. But there's two decks that made it to the end, very end, and those are were, were the ones that were t- uh, piloted by Robin Schultz and Jeff Kolink. Now, let's start with the Jeff Kolink deck. Jeff Kolink piloted the Malamar Psychic deck, which is an interesting one. I'm gonna just say it right here, real quick. We got it was basically composed of Malamar, Marshadow, um, Dunwing Necrozma. We had some Necrozmas and some Mewtwo GXs and Luna uh, Lunala Prism Star also, which is also a surprise. Uh, that was one of the least uh, least used Prism Stars. It was good to see it in the finals and Mimikyu. I was so happy to see Mimikyu there. Of course, Mimikyu was there because of its copycat attack. If your opponent, uh, Pokemon, use an attack that isn't a GX attack during their last turn, use it as is this attack. So it was a great revenge killer uh, if need be. That was our second place. Any any opinions on uh, on this deck, uh, Sublime? I think it has a lot of techs, and it's very adaptable. Thanks for that Marshadow GX, which gives it the advantage on all the Zoroarks in spite of being a mostly Psychic-heavy deck. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, on this deck, I'd say that it's such an it's really such an ability heavy deck that you got the inv- invasion lunala well not n- not in the l- lunala but donwing necrozma yeah and i Malmar. made the same mistake don't worry <laughs> all I, the I'm time su- yeah i'm surprised that it did so well with all the garbodors running around like this deck would have had to have been really fast mm-hmm. and hard hitting and, and that's exactly what it was um it was pretty fast uh it had a lot of counters for things like you like already sublime mentioned uh, you know it had the uh Mar shadow gx there to defend yourself against other psych uh i'm sorry so against Solwark. it also had that uh, mimikyu which 
could help, although the rest of the deck is also psychic. But Mimikyu was there also to deal with uh, Buswald if need be. It also contained a promo Giratina. This is the Devour Light Giratina that uh, basically ne negates all break abilities. So, so it also defended itself against Greninja Break. So it was pretty well around. Not to mention, and I feel that it will be remiss if we do not talk about this, Jeff Kolek is a competitor from Canada, and he had absolutely nothing in his history. He had not winned anything. He had not he had not gone to any finals, yet the man piloted this deck all the way up to second place in the world's tournament. This guy is a, is a star in the making. Um, he definitely showed everyone that you don't need to win every single tournament to make it to the top. It was really funny because when they compared Robin Schultz and Jeff history, you had Robin Schultz and he was 2016, uh, uh, European international champion, blah, 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 and all these awesome, uh, things in his history. And then when we went to Jeff, Jeff had nothing. It was blank. The man had not won anything, yet he made it all the way up to the top. So congrats to Jeff. Amazing display and amazing game, really. Um, now we're going to move on to the winner, though. That winner is Robin Schultz. Robin from Germany brought in none other than Grimscore's guest, Sodor Garbordor. Now, Sodor Garbordor is pretty legit. Uh, Scron, you want to read over that one? Uh, yeah, it runs pretty much everything that's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got four Zor so four Zoroarks. You're running just two, uh, two three Garbodors. Uh, it looks like one's different from the other. Yeah, you... one is the Garbotoxin one, which is the one you mentioned that blocks. Which uh... is what won him the game. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah, which is what won him the game. Much. And then you had yeah. the Trash Alliance Garbodor, which is the one that does 20 times the amount of item cards in your opponent's discard pile. Those are the two different Garbodors. Let me say, as a parenthesis here, it's pretty unjust how well the TCG has treated Garbodor. <laughs> Every single Garbodor card has been revealed, has been, well, mostly, has been really good, so... Uh... I think it's the Pokemon company trolling us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It really is. Uh, continue on. <laughs> you all have to deal with this for another year. <laughs> Make Garbodor broken. <laughs> so it also contained three Tapu Leles in one Kartana. Kartana GX, of course, being the one that uh, when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may discard special energy from one of your opponents. Um, it's also a great way to just trample upon your uh, your your opponent. So basically, what uh, what Robin did with this deck is what Sodorak is meant to do. Sodorak would immediately set up as fast as it can. Using uh, bringing uh, with Brigid, had three Brigids for the sole purpose of bringing your Sodor and your Trubbish onto your play as soon as possible. Use Sodorak's uh, trade ability to draw upon all the, everything you need as fast as you can, and once you set up by turn three, you drop that Garbodor, Garbotoxin Garbodor, and completely negate everyone's ability, so you're all set up, and your opponent, have, may, if you're lucky, your opponent is still midway setting up, and you putting him in a disadvantage. And we have to say, it worked. Uh, it ha we have a magnificent play throughout them, but at the end of the day, it was Garbodor's, uh, Garbotoxin, it was uh, Sodorak's speed that won at the end of the day that got us the champion Robin with his Sodor Garbodor. Uh, any comments on these decks? So with you this time, Scron. 
I really, really hate Parallel City, and I'm so glad it's going. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, Parallel City is quite the hassle. What about you, Sublime? I'm just so glad that we can put this to bed and acknowledge that Mysterious Treasure is a world championship card. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think that qualifies as super effective, Jashiro. You think? I'm just saying. Uh, just uh, like Talon Flame in the past. Uh, mysterious Can we please ta- uh, save the salt for dinner? <laughs> uh, mysterious Treasure is the Talon Flame of this generation. Uh, yes, I have to admit, we haven't had the Where We Were Wrong episode yet, and that's actually coming soon since we hit the rotation. Um, so um yeah yeah definitely mysterious, mysterious treasure did surprise me and and I underestimated the the usefulness of it. Uh hey, so the way things are gearing up now it's looking like you're going to have to do the same thing with Shift Tree GX. <laughs> I, <laughs> think I, gave, I, I think I gave Shift Tree a, a decent review uh, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh, but I don't remember. So I might I might actually have given a, a not very effective. But we'll I, see. Actually, I think you're right. I think it was Gator who was I saying, think it was Gator who was saying trash. yeah, this is crap. Yeah, yeah. No, I gave it a fair <laughs> review. I said I think this is this is going to be good if if it, if it lands more support. Anyway, um, so this is basically uh, the world's tournament uh, and uh, the results. Uh, any take takings from this, guys? Anything that you took from this uh, that you were most excited about in the world's tournament? Uh, what was it? Uh, Sublime, let's start with you. I think it was really great to see Marshadow be successful because I remember when it came out and people were like, but it's not great right now. And I'm like, but it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And it is great now. So I feel like it's finally had its moment. Its moment has arrived. Yep. Finally. It really did. What about you, uh, Scrawn? Any last takes? I just... Uh, I'm scared about what's going to happen in the new meta. I think people are going to fl- fl- uh, flock to these uh, like super powerful GX decks that are tried and true. Okay. And then there's always going to be that one guy at like your local game store who decides to bring the the normal Hoopa that's just immune to everything. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be like, oh, you can't do anything to me. <laughs> you know? So I, I'm kind of apprehensive about what's in the future. I don't really like cards that shut down an opponent from playing at all. Yeah. Um, I thought that yeah, the results Gator. of this were not too exciting. Um I wish Galisopod had done better because that's yeah. what I ran, but it was in the eighth position, so that's yeah, no, cool. Galisopod did made a, a showcase. Uh, it did show in top eight, obviously, but it was uh, paired with the great Sotoark, so it had a little push to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking mm. of future, Scrum, thank you for bringing that up because we the future is now because we already Thanks had our to science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Because we've already had our first season uh, 2019 tournament in Melbourne in New Zealand, where we finally see our first rotating, uh, our first tournament after rotation. And this results are actually quite surprising, honestly. Um, but we're looking at, there's a lot of decks in, but we're going to, since there's so much to talk about, let's talk about the main two that one, uh, that were the end of the, by the end of the tournament. And that is, Interesting, Duskmane Necrozma Magnus Zone and Rayquaza Vikabolt. Now, Rayquaza Vikabolt, I did see coming a mile away. Uh, in fact, when we were reviewing the cards, I believe I said that, that much that I see it being paired up with Vikabolt. Now, 
Does mean Necrozma and Magneson is an interesting one, so let's go ahead and tackle that one real quick. Um, well, Sylvan, you want to read, read through that one? Uh, yeah, one moment. I don't think I have that up. Well, while he's getting that up, let me just say that based on these electric types, these results are pretty shocking. Ooh. Yes, these counts <laughs> are coming at lightning speed. Oh, no. <laughs> we better volt switch things up. Well, I mean, the Vika, the Vika Volt is purely support, right? Yeah. Well, we're, no, we're, going, we're doing the Dust Main across my GX and Magnazone one first. Let's see. Okay. I think that one's steel based, isn't it? It is. is. So it's so funny because we keep waiting for Electric to have a moment to shine, and we're still waiting. <laughs> Well, yeah, we are. We are kind of waiting. But they are showing up more and more, though. So there's that. There were those... A lot of Raichu and Tapu Koko decks were being run, from what I had been seeing. Yeah. You got it, Sublime? Yeah, now I have it. Okay. Um, I, I'm not, like... It, it's a deck that you knew was going to exist, you know? <laughs> Did it cross my like... Magnuso? That took me by surprise. I don't think why it's steel support with the steel attacker that discards energy. I feel like oh, that's this is true. one of the that's most true. obvious decks you could think of if you were trying to make a steel deck. That's true. So going through this one, uh, Dustmane across my GX is the main attacker. Uh, it has three in the deck, uh, and then you have the Magnemite Magnezone uh, combo, uh, which is interesting that he doesn't play any Magnetons. This this goes straight from Magnemite to Magnezone. And Magnezone, for those of you at home do not remember, it's the stage two steel or metal, in case this is the TCG, not the video game metal version that has magnetic circuit. Now, as often as you like during your turn, you may attach as many <laughs> metal cards from your hand to your. Uh, to your Pokemon in your bench. Um, this is combined with Stakataka, which is the uh, Steel Beast that uh, grants Ultra Ball, uh, Ultra Wall, which basically provides ten less damage to your uh, to your opponent's attack. And then it's combined with Ribbony. Now Ribbony has Honey Gatter. Uh, gather, sorry. Once you're doing your turn, you may search your deck for up to two basic energy cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand. So you got Honey Gatherer, he brings in the honey, and then Magnus will make sure that you place that honey onto your active Pokemon or your bench, whichever you like, and then, <laughs> uh, Dustnay Necrozmat is in charge of dealing that honey straight to your opponent. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. so it's an interesting set. It's a very, very, very well oiled machine. I like it. What about you, Scrum? I like this is a deck I would run. Um, like changes I would make, I'd probably like put at least one magneton in. I don't like the idea of having to run that rare candy engine because, like, it's just like my style. But I do see that this would work. It's straight to the point. It's very simple about what it needs to do. It's probably a really good deck to build if you aren't really sure how to play competitive pokemon that well uh it seems simple honestly uh so i like i'd recommend this to people wanting to get into the game nice what about you sublime i'd recommend it to people wanting to get into the game with a lot of money <laughs> uh, well that's true that, yeah <laughs> these requasas that's for any i'm sorry not the card card yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, those tapuleles, uh, although the, we, the good news is, and I, I think this is not something we actually discussed in the TCG cast, because uh, it was in, the news came out in the midst that we were reviewing Celestial Storm, uh, but we are getting a box, a tapu box, which includes tapulele GX alongside tapu Fini, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. It's a combo box that contains both of them. Uh, it's the first time that Pokemon finally releases the most expensive card in the game in a box. So it's a huge financial relief for many of us because once Tapu Lele is available in a box, it means its price will go down drastically uh, because it's easier to acquire than just having to open a thousand boosters to get it. So that's the good news heading to 2019 that Tapu Lele is going to be... Um, more accessible. Now, there is still a question of whether or not it will still be relevant, which we'll probably cover in a different TCG cast, uh, because so many things have been rotated out and so many things are coming in that some are saying that Tapu Lele might actually be left in 2018 for none other reasons that it might be, uh, it might not be as useful as we think it might be coming in the 2019. But that is a story for another day. We're going to move on to the next deck that won in the Melbourne tournament, and that is the Rayquaza Vikabolt deck. Rayquaza Vikabolt deck is a pretty straightforward one. Scrawn, you want to go over that one? Well, we're running Rayquaza's Vikabolt's Tapuleles and the Marshadow. That's and basically it. Simple yep. yet efficient. Now, Rayquaza GX, we talked about this one a lot in our review episode because it's, as Gator said, the best card that came in Celestial Storm. This is the Rayquaza GX that has 180 HP. It's Dragon and it has the ability Stormy Winds, uh, which Stormy in this day and age is always an interesting name. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may discard top three cards of your deck. If you do so, attach a basic energy card from your discard pile uh, into your, uh, to your, uh, to this Pokemon so you can power itself. Um, this is, of course, really good because it's not discarded the top three cards. And if you find an energy, attach it. No, this is discard the three top card. And if you have a, ba- and a basic energy on your discard pile in general, you can grab it and power it up this Pokemon. Dragon Break, it's attack. It's one grass, one lightning, and one colorless. Dragon Break, 30 times. This attack does 30 damage times the amount of basic grass and basic lightning energies attached to your Pokemon. You can already see where uh, Vika Bolt is uh, coming in here. It's attack, uh, it's GX attack, Tempest GX for one grass. Discard your hand and draw 10 new cards. Um, which obviously this is the least reason why you want to play Rayquaza is for that GX, uh, GX attack. And then Vika Bolt to just uh, circle this around, has the strong charge, as mentioned, that you can search your deck for one grass, one lightning energy, and put him in your uh, your Pokemon any way you like. This in combination to Rayquaza will guarantee Rayquaza will be powered up and have, will have enough damage to deal across the board. Very simple. Your opinions. Scroll on, let's start with you. Uh, like, this deck, at its fundamental level, seems basically the same as the Duskmane Necrozma deck we just saw. It's all about energy acceleration. It has the 3 and 3 of the acceleration line that it's looking for. Uh, I think that this deck is better because it doesn't have to waste space on the Stockataka, the Extra Tapulele, and the Ribombi line. Uh, so it has more potential to add in trainers, and it's running it looks mm. like 4 more energy, or 3 more energy. Yeah, yeah this is uh, real big in energy so, this deck. 
Like the Dustman Necrozma deck looks a little bit more defensive, like and I think it's meant to deal with this deck in particular because of that defensive edge. It might be a little bit faster because of the unlimited attaching element. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think this deck is better, and it's very clear in the results considering they're like what uh, up two of the top eight. Yeah, no, this one, this one won. Yeah, Yeah. this one won the, the, oh yeah, that, oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, we saw this deck twice in the, in the top eight and it got first and third place in this tournament in Marborn. So, uh, now, like we mentioned, this is the first, first deck, uh, in the 2019 rotation. So this means what are we not seeing in this deck? This is the first time we see no ends, no sycamores. Uh, available, no float stones available in this, in this tournament. None of those goodies, no brigades either. So that fast, um, <laughs> yeah, that fast, uh, searching does, does not work here. So because of that, there's a few cards I want to say here that are surprisingly making lists that otherwise wouldn't have. Let's start with Valkner here in the deck for Rayquaza GX. Search your deck for an item card and a lightning reveal them and put it into your hand. Never been played that much until now because all these rotated cards are out. We also are back from the dead Pokemon fan club once again into the rotation because honestly, we have nothing better to play right now. Um, other than that, what else do we see? We see a switch being used more. Now we have switch being around because obviously floatstone is no longer a thing. And with switch also comes in escape rope, which is another, um, Another card that is coming back because we don't have much other things to play with uh, as we used to. In the other deck in Duskmane Recosma, we see a Fisherman coming back up and a Judge, which are great cards to see again. And then, surprisingly, Steven's Resolve, which is search your deck for up to three cards and put them into your hand. Then shuffle your, your deck and your turn, uh, your turn ends after that. So that's fantastic. Um, and what else do you see in this deck? Uh, I think that's basically those are the, the surprising inclusion because of the rotation. So that was a lot of fun, guys. We close, we closed 2018. We opened up 2019. There's a lot of possibilities. We have so many cards being kicked out, including some of them were banned. Uh, so comes the next question for you guys. This is all you. What are your expectations, your wish list, and what you ex- uh, you you want to see from the 2019 uh, season? Let's start with you, Sublime. What do you think? I want super fast games so that people can play more games with their tag team GXs. Nice. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing to see for sure. Hmm. What about you? Um, I'd say I like variety in the metagame so mm-hmm. introducing cards that don't necessarily specifically you know counter other strategies so we get like this triangle effect going on mm-hmm. but rather introducing cards that are just as good in like a slightly different way to uh to the metagame in different types using pokemon that we don't see a whole lot would be really cool i'm all about that flavor you're aiming high my friend you're aiming high and i love that <laughs> um, <laughs> we all know that balancing has never been uh, Pokemon or any TCG, honestly, strong point. Uh, but maybe that's be- per design. I don't know. How uh, I do uh, like where we're headed. Uh, if this is the rotation that everybody was expecting to happen last year. Um, <laughs> because with the introduction of GX, everyone was like, oh, maybe they're eliminating EXs. 
Uh, so everybody thought that uh, the whole thing was going to go away, the whole EXs. But this is going to be uh, officially now no EXs in standard whatsoever. This is the new sun and moon rotation where it's just Gen, Gen 7 and forward. It's exciting. Uh, the speed is, uh, like Sublime says, uh, the speed kind of worries me. Uh, I do not want to fall into the early, uh, into what happened when EXs were, right? When they were revealed. Um, although, I don't know what I'm talking about. GXs have been played basically the same level as EX were. So, it's all the, it's all the same at the end. But we are seeing lots of non-GXs, non-EXs that are pretty powerful. These baby forms, like baby Buswold and all these baby forms of the GX are still really powerful and are still making their uh, runs and we're seeing them being played. So it is still very, very exciting. Now, that's it. This is the end of our topic. We'll beat you. We're going to move on to the emails, which is going to be real quick. We only have one this time around. Uh, but And then we're going to finish off with Pokemon 15 questions, which is everyone's favorite. So we're going to go ahead and move on to Trainer's Mail. We'll be right back. Hey, Puckalonians, It's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pokolonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at youtube slash pucklepodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. And we are back in trainer's mail and we have one email here from our boy, The Real EV. Take it away, Scron. Uh, I think it's worth noting that we had, what was it, like, a whole bunch of emails, but like yes. a lot of them were one-liners. Yeah, we did have a lot of emails our... coming in, yes. Uh, but most of you <laughs> just send one line saying, oh, my prediction for the world is this deck. So none of it, obviously, we can't really read on here online, but we still appreciate those emails. The really be here was the only one that actually made a paragraph wow. out of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. What's up, amazing TCG crew? It's been a minute since I wrote in, so I thought I'd give my predictions on worlds. I'm going to go for the long shot. And aside here, it, it's a long shot. It's a really long <laughs> shot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Ho-Oh GX wins Worlds. Well, that's it. No deck for DOTE. Haven't been playing a lot lately. And I kind of been hanging out back in the community. Nice. But don't worry, people. I'm still here bringing the news and still theory crafting. Really bad decks. LOL. <laughs> Have fun. And LJ, make sure you got a topic for the next yes, mailbag. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I suggest one. What ridiculous Pokemon deserves a GX or Prism Star? I like this. And or I'm gonna... tag team. That should be the question. Ooh. What two Pokemon do you want to see as a tag team together? Eevee and Reshiram. Who? Eevee and Reshiram? That's actually really good, Scrawn and Sublime. Sublime, <laughs> you just pumped the steroids on the question, and Scrawn, you gave a really good answer. Um, oh, yeah, no, let's make that the question. What tag teams are you expecting to see here? Let me see. I want to say, ooh, ooh, Mew Mewtwo. It's going to be mine. I want a Mew Mewtwo tag team card. So let it have, make it happen, Pokemon. Make it happen. What about you, Sublime? Uh, I want to see something because they're combining something really strong with something really weak. And I don't think you have to do that. So let's do, <laughs> I don't know, something that's like medium with something medium. How about, 
Oh, I want to see starters mixed. Let's have Blastoise Stealth Fox or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, wow. Yeah, those weird uh, combination of starters we've never yeah. seen before. That might be actually a great thing. Yeah, oh. make them different types, too. Let's just throw people off. Because you know how they have those cards that can be, like the Magnezone, that can be either type? Yeah, yeah. Give me that with a tag team of two different types. Mm, or make it like Volcanians that are two types in one card. Like I mean, Volcanian with fire perfect. water, you yeah. can make a tag me team. A dual type, dual type tag card. Team. That would yeah. be great. If they put Farfetch'd as, like, the weaker part of any tag team, I'm pretty sure I would dump my savings into making that deck. Like, Farfetch'd Excavalier or something. No, no, no. Like, it's... night theme. Farfetch'd Rayquaza. Uh, <laughs> Farfetch'd does, uh, does, uh, oh, what's it, uh, Farfetch'd Dunsparce. <laughs> Farfetch'd Dunsparce. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Just make it really bad. Yeah, it's like oh. HP 70. <laughs> oh, I'll oh. end up with Shamu showing us stacks and stacks of his far-fetched Dunsparce tag team GX collection. That oh, that will be fantastic. So there you have it, guys. This is the question for next episode. What tw- tag teams are you expecting to see? Or not expecting, your or wish want. list you want. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, if you can add maybe an attack or two to... Uh, pretty it up and give us a, a good card that will be super fantastic we'll read it here on the episode and it's going to be a lot of fun now speaking of fun we've reached the end of the episode which you all guys know what that means it's everyone's favorite pokemon 15 questions where we try to stump our co-hosts into figuring out what pokemon i'm thinking about so we'll be right back who's that pokemon And we are back to everyone's favorite Pokemon 15 questions where we try to stomp our co-hosts. Now, as you guys know, the rules are pretty simple. Lower your browsers, no internet, no Pokedexes, no games. You can't use anything but your own noggin to figure out this. But there's a certain, certain rules that are not allowed. You cannot ask anything Pokedex-oriented, as in no numbers. Uh, you cannot ask outside game questions like, is this Pokemon appears in hard gold or hard, uh, silver, such as that? No, it has to be in-game uh, questions only. Um, one of your questions has to be the answer. That means that you have 15 questions, but in reality you have 14, because the last one has to be to guess what's that Pokemon, and you only get one try. This is not like uh, Game Corners, uh, is that a boy or a girl, where you can keep saying names. No, no, if you say it and you're wrong, even if you have questions left, you lose the game. Now, boys, are you ready? Yes. yes. The orders are going to be simple, starting with Sublime, then Scrum, going back to Sublime. So, Sublime, who's that Pokemon? All right. Is this Pokemon part of an evolution line? No. Go for Scrum. All right, Sublime. I'm putting my money on the table. I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough. Sublime has a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's see. Um, hmm. Does this Pokemon have... Well, I'm going to just ask. Does this Is this Pokemon monotype? Uh, it is. Go for monotype? Sublime. I was going to ask the reverse of that as if it was dual type. Mm, okay. Uh, is this Pokemon weak to fighting type attacks? It is. No, oh, wait. Okay. No, 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 it's not. Sorry. Not weak to fighting types. See, that gets rid of all the normal types. That's why I asked fighting. Go for yeah. Sean. Not weak to fighting. Okay. Is this Pokemon resistant to fighting? <laughs> <laughs> you want to rest that? Uh, no, it's yes. not resistant. 
Okay, let me keep track of what types we're down to. Not resistant. Okay, so not weak to means it can't be normal steel, rock, ice, or there's a fifth. I think. Um, I'm pretty sure fighting's effective against five types, or is it normal just steel, rock, normal ice. Wait, wait, ice? Yeah, I think it's just those. Okay, well that's a good list. And then resistant. Oh, dark, uh, dark, dark, dark. Dark. That's what it was. There were five. And then the resistance means it can't be psychic or flying, although it wasn't going to be flying because uh, it was tornadoes. Um, poison resists fighting, right? Bug too, right? And bug. And fairy. And fairy, yeah. Okay, that's a lot of types down for just one type. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so what does that give us left? We have water. We have the elemental, elemental types, types, basically. Yeah, elementals, yeah. Um, <sighs> let's see. Also, ground, dragon. ground, dragon, um, ghost. Because we technically didn't ask if it was immune, which is uh, technically <laughs> the best kind of correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that that's there. All right, so let's um, is this Pokemon weak to grass? The grass type. No. Okay, so it's not water. That was my other concern, is because there's so many water. Not and water it's not ground. Okay. Woo! All right, so that actually puts us with the starter versus, like, electric. And what are the other types we have available? Uh, grass, fire, dragon, ghost. Okay, so we can do a 50-50 split here. Um... No, we can't actually. We, can do we might be forgetting a type, but we have most of the types listed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, does this Pokemon share a type? Or is this Pokemon's type one of the types that are had by the Johto starters given out by Professor Elm? <laughs> no. So okay. not fire or grass. Electric dragon ghost. Um, How many questions do we have? You have seven questions in. This is going to be your eighth question. So you're I think doing we're really doing good. Fine. I yeah, think you're we're doing, doing okay. Narrowing it down. All right. Um, hmm. No evolutionary line, and it's a monotype. So yeah, like, there aren't so too many monotype dragons. There's like dragon. Um, and the Haxorus line, which is not a mono, so yeah, there you go. Uh, electric. There's quite a few electrics. There's all the rodents, right? You have Pachirizu, etc. They need to have all. one type. Pachirizu, Minun, Plusle. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, hmm. I think we should ask if it's electric because there's so many possibilities. Yeah, that's a good. Let's ask if is this an electric type Pokemon? Yes. Ah, okay. yeah. All right. So let's think of electric type non-evolving. Oh, there's some new evolutions that fit that bill too. Uh, if we're counting that. Oh wait, didn't we ask if this Pokemon game. evolves or not? You're right, and it doesn't, which is yeah. why there are um, some evolu a legendary Pokemon that can't. What's that ugly one? Zeraora. Yeah. That Zero you have Raikou, you have... Raikou. Katsurisu. Uh, what's that Christmas tree one? Vol uh, Zerk 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 tree. Tree, yeah. 
You've got Pachirisu, Min and Plusle. You could ask uh, if it's a legendary or ultra or beast. Or ultra beast. I think that's what I was gonna ask next. Yeah. Is this Pokemon either a legendary, mythical, or ultra beast Pokemon? None of the above. No. Okay. Not my, a legendary. My question is this. Would you describe this Pokemon as rodent like? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is question number ten, guys. You're five We're questions away. Fine. You're doing more than fine. <laughs> so we got Patrice of Mine and Plusle. What are, uh, what are what's the Gen I Seven? Think the rest Gen Seven was the Togedemaru. Okay, that's doesn't Gen count. Gen Six was Fairy. Gen Five was Flying. So I think those are the only ones actually that I can think of. Because Gen Two added Pichu, like that counts. <laughs> well, maybe it's like Jolteon or something. But that does, that's part of an evolution line. Oh, that's true. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, how about this? Does this poke? Is this a Pokemon that Dawn has caught on oh, her team? Oh, I hate you. Give me a second. Which is to say, <laughs> is it Pachirizu without asking if it's Pachirizu? Okay, then, <laughs> then no. I'll save it's... you the time. I'll save <laughs> Thank you. The you. Time. <laughs> That'll be a no. <laughs> Question twelve, Tron. Um, I never saw oh, that. I, I never saw that. I have a. I, I. I know a lot about season one and two up to silver and gold, and then uh, sun and and moon onwards. I'm really hazy in between the anime. Okay, so let's see. Hmm. Are we forgetting a rodent besides Plusle and Minin? Um. Ah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe. I, don't I mean, I don't Rodan. think there are anymore. Nah. So ask if this has a plus sign on it. <laughs> uh, would you say that this Pokemon has a positive disposition? <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> would you say oh. this Pokemon has a negative, minus-like disposition? <laughs> I would say yes! <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's the last question. It's all yours, Kron. <sighs> Alright. Who's that Pokemon? Ooh. I'll come down to this moment. <laughs> Technically, you still have two questions left, but yeah, sure. <laughs> is it Minum? It is Minum. <laughs> no, it's yours then. <laughs> Congratulations. Now, I have two no. notes. Uh, one is a, a fun one, and one is uh, watch out. Um, the watch out first is like, watch out what questions like, does this Pokemon evolve? Because if it's a stage one or stage two that doesn't evolve, I will say yes. Like it doesn't evolve, so it could have been Jolteon per the questions you guys you guys okay. made. So we need to frame it as is this Pokemon part of an evolution? Though? Correct. That's the best way to frame it because uh, I if it's the last a part of an evolution, I will tell you no, it doesn't evolve because it doesn't evolve past that. Uh, the fun one is I actually uh, let the type the answer of the type go by the third questions, but you didn't notice. And it was when I made the mistake when you guys ask, is this week to fighting? I said, yes, because my mind went to lightning from TCG. 
And I'm like, no, no, wait, no, no, it's no, no, because it's a video game, so it's not weak to fight. Well, I just assumed I don't know your type chart. Oh, thank you so much. I love, I love how much faith you have in me. I'm like, damn it, I. He's different. He's very different. I might have. I'm like, oh, damn it, I might have given away, but you guys didn't catch it. So I'm like, water types that are technically weak to fighting. Yeah, us. Yeah, because their ice is just water weak to steel, which makes no sense, right? So yeah, it's it's whatever. Anyway, but that is the end of the episode. And like always, guys, I thank you for listening in and enjoying our podcast. If you like what we do here, there's so much puckle to go around. Go to our Twitter. Account at at Puckle uh, Puckle Podcast. Um, go over to our Facebook group. We have two actually. Our Puckle uh, Puckle Podcast group, the Puckle Podcast, which is our main Facebook group of for Puckle, and then you have the Puckle TCG, where the really V uh, and Gator basically post every news and uh, comments and sections. It's a lot of fun to read through, and obviously you can post your anecdotes and your priceless and uh, priceless uh, uh, deck lists and everything you like. But we also go, please go to our twitch.tv channel. Uh, I am there every single uh, week, sometimes, for sure one time, sometimes two, uh, participating. Go watch me. It's a lot of fun. I love uh, spending time with you guys. Patch also uh, runs there uh, and is uh, doing a fantastic job at the VGC side. So it's all fun since Twitch. Uh, and if you can, and if you have the extra penny, please go ahead and donate at, uh, at pay our Patreon. Every single cent you pour into Puckle goes straight back to you guys, because that's why we participate. We make things happen, such as the PuckleCon, such as all the equipments we use to record and make the quality of the shows better and better for each passing day. There's still a, lot, a long ways to go with the quality, but we're heading in the right direction, slowly but surely. And things like, for example, uh, Basket and my... Um, six hour stream for the world, which was a lot of fun for those of you who joined us there. Thank you for joining. It was a lot of fun to, to see worlds with you guys. Uh, and you guys see my reaction. I was basically being the South American soccer, uh, commentator, but for Pokemon, I was like, Oh, Thundershock. It was a lot exciting. Um, <laughs> and, uh, last but certainly not least, if you guys are Thirsty for any discussions, Pokemon oriented, any time of day, 24 hours a day, you have to join our Discord, which the link is always in our uh, description for every single episode. Join our uh, Discord there. You will find someone to trade, battle at any point, people from across the world, world, from US to Europe to Asia, everyone's there in the Discord. So please go ahead and join in, not to mention that you get to participate as well in all our tournaments and everything. All of our announcements for tournaments are through Discord. So really, really, even if you guys don't want to talk or chat that much, it's good for you to just be in the Discord so you can be at least uh, up to date on everything that is happening in Puckle. So with that, I want to thank Sublime. Thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, thank you for having me and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. This is always the highlight of my week. And Ascron, so glad to have you back, my boy. Yeet. (laughs) <laughs> awesome and with that you guys already hear the guitar playing the sweet sweet bow guitar playing in the background because it's closing time until next uh, next time guys keep on puckaloni Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.